Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chaga Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. As liver fluke is a large risk at the moment, we're joined in this episode by Chagas researcher Dr. Orla Keane to discuss selecting appropriate treatment for this stage of the season. We discuss the various classes of flucoside available, with Orla explaining what stage of fluke they're suitable to treat and the role others could play later in the season. We discuss the challenge of using combination fluke aromas as part of routine fluke treatment in adult sheep, and why it's better to use a target flucoside. Or also discusses the situations where these combination products could be put to better use. We finish up with all highlighting the need to use a flucoside that targets immature for liver fluke at this point in the season. We start off, however, with Orla giving us a quick recap on the risks the fluke poses and the stages of its development. This is the time of year that liver fluke can be a problem and it is a very pathogenic parasite. So it can cause serious disease and even death in sheep if left untreated. So it's definitely one to be watching out for at this time of year. The type of fluke we're treating at the moment, it's mainly our immature fluke we're looking at. Yes, so uh, fluke has a seasonal life cycle. So generally um, fluke eggs are passed out in the spring, then over the summer they infect a mud snail. And then in the autumn, um, a lot of uh, larvae are released out onto pasture. So it is in the autumn that sheep tend to be at risk from fluke. Um, and so we need to think about what products we use to treat that. So as sheep start picking up the fluke at this time of year, they're picking up the immature fluke. Um, and it will take about 10 to 12 weeks for those fluke to develop into adults. So at this time of year, generally the fluke you want to target are the immature fluke. And that means it's important that you're using a flucoside that targets the immature fluke. And it's good you raised that point because it brings us to the crux of this. There's a lot of different flucosides in the market. Specifically, they fall into one of six categories. You might just take us through each of those different active ingredients and what stage of fluke the target. Yes. So there are, as you mentioned, there are six different active ingredients on the market and you can kind of broadly break them into three types of flucoside. So the first um, is triclobendazole. That's the first type. There's only one class in that. Um, And that's the group of flucosides that kill early immature fluke. So they will kill fluke down to two weeks of age. So that means from two weeks after the sheep are infected, that flucoside should kill the um, parasites. The next group are groups, um, the group that contains clozantyl, nitroxanil, and rifoxanide. And this group will kill immature fluke. So it will kill fluke from roughly about six, seven weeks of age. So it won't kill down as um, early as the triclobendazole, but it will kill these um, immature fluke. And then the third group, um, is the group that kills adult fluke. And that contains oxyclozenide and albendazole. And that group will kill adult fluke only. So these are fluke that have been in the sheep for at least 10 to 12 weeks. So within that category, so it's basically the first two groups we'll be looking at this stage. You triclobendazole, assuming it still works on your farm, and we'll come to that in a moment, or your clozantyl and your froxenide and your nitroxanide products. They're really the only ones suitable to go back to kill that immature fluke? Yes. So at this time of year where the sheep are picking up the fluke on pasture, it's generally the immature fluke that are a bigger problem. And so you want to be using one of those products that kills 
um, either right down to the early immature or the just the immature fluke. So that's something from the triclobendazole, plazantal, nitroxenol or foxanide classes. So just within that group order, like the triclobendazole kills right the way down. Um, probably one of the most commonly used products in the past. I suppose one of the issues that has developed with that is we have to take some resistance to that influx in Ireland already. Yes, and that is something to be aware of. So because triclobendazole is such an effective product right the way down to, uh, to, to fluke that are only two weeks of age, it's been used quite extensively in the past. And this means that we do know that there are farms in Ireland to which, um, on which the fluke are resistant to this uh, flucoside so that that flucoside is not working on those farms. And so they really have to use one of the other options, the clozantal, the nitroxenol or rifoxanide. So it is worth checking if you are using triclobendazole that that um, product is still effective. And just within the mother tree or the nitroxenol product commonly marketed on the Trodex has actually been withdrawn from the market next year. So it reduces that selection a little bit further. It does reduce our selection, and, and I suppose it's worth bearing in mind as well that clozantil and rifoxanide are, are quite similar products, um, and we know that the Trodax is coming off the market. Um, so that does reduce the flucoside options um, in terms of the flucosides that target the immature fluke. Again, I highlights the need to be very careful with what we choose and how we use it on the farm. Of the other categories, the oxyclozanate is a slightly different one as well insofar as it has FKC against rumen fluke. So in terms of its use and how appropriate it is to be used at this time of year or protecting that protocol, why is that one slightly different? So oxyclozanide is different uh, from, some of, um, from all the other flucocytes in that it also has efficacy against rumen fluke. So this is the only um, flucoside we have that has efficacy against rumen fluke. So it's very, very important that we use it carefully. We use it wisely because we don't want resistance to arise to this product within the rumen fluke, because if it does, we will have no way of controlling rumen fluke. So that's something we have to be aware of. Um, is that to use oxyclozanide very, very carefully. The other thing to bear in mind is that oxyclozanide, along with albendazole, they only target adult fluke. They don't kill the immatures. So they're not a, a choice uh, of flucoside that you would pick at this time of year in any event. They're the types of flucoside that you would be using in the springtime when, the, um, when you want to kill the adult fluke and to stop the fluke eggs being shed out onto the pasture. Just another subject on the flucosides, and it's something we've touched on before. We see a lot of combination warmer and flucosides on the market. We see a lot of them being used at this time of year, and possibly they're not suitable for use at this time of year. You might just highlight again, Orla, what is the issue with using a combination fluco warmer at this stage of the season? Yeah, so people can think, you know, that they're getting great value with the combination because it's got both a warmer and a flucoside in the same product. And so, you know, people feel they're getting two for the price of one. I suppose the biggest problem is that it's not very often that you need to target both fluke and worms at the same time. So when you think about it, fluke is a problem generally this time of year. Uh, your worms tend to be a problem earlier in the season. Also, you've got different categories of animals um, in, in which you might want to use these products. So the wormers you're generally using in, in lambs, but they will develop immunity to the worms and they generally, you know, your mature yos don't need treatment for worms. That's not the case with, with fluke. Sheep don't develop immunity to fluke. And so the yos will need treatment for fluke for flucocides. So uh, for fluke. So 
you want to only use um, a product that targets what you're trying to kill. So the combinations have a limited role. They might be useful in lambs at maybe this time of year where both um, worms and fluke might be a problem depending on the farm that you're on. But, uh, you know, in general, they're not that commonly used. The other case for using them is during maybe quarantine treatment. If you're bringing animals into the farm and you want to use um, a quarantine dose, they might have a use in that category, in that kind of scenario. But in general, they don't have much utility. And if you're using products when you don't need them, you run the risk of resistance developing. You should only use products when you need them. I suppose key to that, Hora, even when they are being used in the quarantine program, it's essential that both the warmer and the flucoside are appropriate and effective on your farm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the tricky thing is they should be effective on the farm that the animals are coming in from as well. If you don't necessarily know that what that is. And the other thing just to point out as well is that um, that no flucoside has persistent activity. So if you have a combination a wormer flucoside that's advertising persistence, that's persistence of the wormer, but not of the flucoside. So, so like Orla, just maybe to finish up, the key thing at the moment is know what you're targeting, select the product, contain one of the active ingredients that's effective against immature fluke at this stage of the season. Yes. So this, this time of year, uh, immature fluke is, is the problem. That's what you're targeting. Um, and, you know, the yos are probably the group of animals most at risk. So it's unlikely that you would, need, you would need to use a combination worm or fluke side on the O's. Orla, good having you on. Thanks very much for that information. Thank you, Karen. Okay, we're going to finish the episode up at this point. Again, as with any dosing product, it's vital we ensure that it's been given correctly and that the equipment we're using dosing guns are calibrated correctly and it's given the right amount appropriate to the weight of the sheep we're treating. Also, we're very conscious of the withdrawal dates for flucocytes. They tend to be longer and warmer. Particularly important as the season progresses, poor calls may be sold off. I have included a link to a very useful reference document on products licensed for the control of parasites in sheep. That's in the description of the podcast and it might be a useful reference for you to look back on. It explains the different flucoside products that we commonly know on the shelves and what category they fall into. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any other updates on the sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chocolate Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and listen in to any of our episodes.